Odyssey Sports presents Big Time Baseball. I think my biggest takeaway, especially with the clock in in effect, you're going to notice bad baseball immediately because the only reason these games are going to get long is due to walks and errors. And I think the thing that stood out to me yesterday and watching a few games was you can immediately tell, oh, this is this is a good baseball game. And you could immediately tell oh, this is this is going to be a pig today. Let's start with Otani. Uh I mean, six shutout innings, I think 10 Ks to start the year against Oakland. Now they lose the game, but uh, he was, he was, he was Otani. Same guy we saw on the WBC basically came into the opening day season, opening day game and, and, and continued on this, this tremendous process he's on. Yeah. He's amazing. If there was any worries about him going to one inning to be the closer and close out the championship for Japan, uh, there are a late, Right away, six innings, 10 strikeouts, two hits, as you said. Uh, I know it's Oakland, but, uh, you know, they're, they're major leaguers as well. And uh, called his own pitches. Uh, he's just amazing, amazing. And, again, I got to give him credit for doing that WBC thing when he's a free agent after the year. You know, a lot of free agents wouldn't do it. Arias did it too, but I, a lot of free agents would not do that. And, I mean, he's the only one with a, a half a billion dollars on the line. And, you know, he's willing to risk to play in that WBC and then a great performance for him right out of the gate for the Angels. And it's I don't know. We'll see if it's the same theme. I have them going to the World Series, but they wait, wait, wait. you got you got who going to the World Series? Padres. So I I, got to tell you, it's the Padres, too. So you don't yell at me right away. But uh, I can't you can't go with the chalk every day. I mean, you know, I mean, if I pick the Yankees every every time, I mean, uh, you know, that'd be boring. That is what you call a bold prediction right there. The Angels go for where they did they finish last in the uh in West last year? Possible in that division, but they were probably pretty close. Uh, <laughs> they weren't good last year, but let's remember Rendon missed a year, Trout missed a lot of time. Uh, you know, it got the two best players in the game, arguably. I mean, I guess someone could make a case for Judge, but two of the three yeah. best players in the game, plus Rendon, Sandoval, really good if you saw him in the WBC. Uh, and they added a lot of depth. They had a great winter, I think. And they only spent only only $92 million. <laughs> they added, you know, Renfro and Drury and uh, Urshela and uh, Anderson, the pitcher, and Estevez. So, I mean, their problem was depth. They didn't have enough good players. They were too top-heavy. I think they're pretty good right now. But, I mean, that division is not easy. Rangers are obviously improved. Seattle's obviously very good. And Houston, they're the champions. Uh, let's let's go to the other MVP, or I should say the MVP, because he actually beat out Otani. Uh, Aaron Judd's first pitch he sees in 2023, dead central, two-run shot, gave the Yankees a lead. They would go on to win. They would blank the Giants. Uh, Cole was tremendous as well in his opening day debut. Uh, it's I, I mean, it's it seems far-fetched, but could judge pull this off again? Could we be having the same conversation we were having last year when it comes to him chasing a home run title? I mean, it seems unlikely. I mean, he's the only one to hit 62, at least in my mind, legitimately, but the only one in the American league to do it, uh, to do it again would be incredible. And you were right to say the other MVP because Otani was the MVP the year before. So to me, they're both MVPs. Uh, So I think that's fair. Uh, the guy is incredible. And let's not forget, he played center field 
yesterday as well. He can run the bases with the bigger bags. He probably could steal 30 bases if he wanted to. You know, I don't know. It's a little risky, although I think the bigger bags. Now, you, you're kind of a fast guy, so maybe maybe you would know more about this. The bigger bags, is that going to help guys stay on the base more? And is it going to help in terms of not getting injured? It won't, the collision won't – a little bit, maybe. I don't know. What do you think? I, I think that's where we'll see the biggest um... – I don't know. That's where it would have its biggest gains is, is preventing injuries. And those, those plays don't happen a lot, but when the base is wet or you get a, a throw that's a little bit off the, off the line and a first baseman has to move, having a bigger base gives the base runner and the, and the first baseman, in, in a lot of cases, a little more room to play. Now, in terms of stolen bases and, and all of that, talking to the players who are actually playing now, they don't see a big difference. The bang bang play is still the same bang bang play. So I don't know how much of a of an impact that will have, but certainly I think it'll it'll prevent it'll it'll stop some injuries for sure. Yeah, there were more steals in spring training, but you can't really go by spring training stats. Most of those guys stealing are minor leaguers, probably. I, I, I mean, the I, major leaguers probably don't spend their time stealing bases and risking injury in spring training. But no, I, mean, I no doubt. think all the rules are great. You know, they, yeah. I think they're all great, especially the clock. Although everybody's crediting the clock with the short games. I mean, my game was shorter than it would have been, certainly. But there were still six games that were two hours and 50 minutes or longer. So 40% of the games were still pretty long. I hope that's because of all the pomp and the circumstance of opening day and, you know, maybe something going on there. I was expecting the average to be 30 minutes less. Was I don't think it was that, but uh, I think it's a positive if it's any less. Certainly for me and my deadlines, but I think for the fans <laughs> who, who probably count as much as I do, or maybe uh, even more. So here's my take on it. There, game, there are some games that are still long, but I think your point earlier is is the bigger point. These are games that would have taken way longer last year. For yeah. instance – the Baltimore-Boston game, there was 19 runs, there was 26 right. hits, there was three errors. That game only went three hours and 10 minutes. That is a four-hour-plus game yeah. last year. And so well, – Yeah, I mean, every Red Sox game takes way longer than it should. I mean, that's, and they had that's Kenley true. Jansen, who I love Kenley Jansen, but, I mean, you, you, can have, you can have a picnic in the time it takes him to complete an inning. So they're going to be – I think Devers had a – had a violation, so I, I, I'm not sure they may have only had, he had one. He had the worst kind of violation where he actually was out because of his violation. That's not a good one. That's no. not a good one. And I mean, they, the Red Sox games take forever. I know we all cite Red Sox Yankee games. Maybe it's because I'm a New Yorker, but I think it's Boston. They take forever there. So hopefully they'll figure it out and uh, hopefully we won't have over three hour games. But you're right. If it's a 10 9 game, Three hours and change is pretty good. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. I think uh, the Padres went two hours and and forty plus minutes. It wasn't the cleanest baseball game, but um, certainly the clock is is going to have an impact. I think in terms of uh, the base the base running, um, you're going to see guys stealing. You're going to see guys. I think what has more of an impact on the steals is only being able to pick off twice. And I also think the clock plays into it, right? I mean, pitcher gets behind, he gets runners on, he wants to slow things down. That clock is going to put him on notice, which allows the base runner to kind of sync up some things in time. And if I'm a base runner, I am trying to draw throws as early as possible 
to get him to relinquish those um, what they call disengagements from the rubber. Because the if he's if he's left with just one and we get into a count where he needs to throw a strike, he's likely going to take the focus off me and focus on that hitter. Because ultimately, that's the one that has the most danger to him. So um, I think as the year goes along and you started to see it towards the end of spring training, um, the strategies of hitters and pitchers in terms of that clock, as well as base runners. Yeah, I mean, Scherzer threw over twice, uh, one time, and I could see that the runner, and I can't remember who it was, sorry about that, ran right away the next, and it was a foul ball, so it didn't, didn't matter. But Scherzer was smart enough that he did real pretty quick pitching after that to kind of keep him on his toes. Uh, yeah, the one thing that really happened with the clock in the game that I saw was a violation, and we still can't figure Even Buck Showalter couldn't figure it out. At least he claimed he couldn't figure it out. Maybe it was because it was against them. It was Pete Alonso took too long to get back to the bag after a foul ball, and poor McNeil got the strike. Uh, so it, it was only the second strike, and they ended up singling up the middle and driving in a run. But nobody could really figure it out. But the umpire came out, pointed to his watch, pointed to Alonso, and pointed to McNeil, and he had a strike. Uh, I guess after a foul ball, you better get on that bag and be ready to go. Uh, I'm not sure what he was doing. He does, He's not sure what he was doing, but uh, it was a violation. Some of these rules are going to take um, so, kind of some trial and error, right? Because I hadn't heard anything about base runners having to be back to the base at a certain time. Now, I haven't read I haven't read the, the rule verbatim out of the rule book, but I hadn't heard that. This is the first time I ever heard of that. <laughs> and there are going to be some adjustments on the fly. Uh, we had Rob yeah. Manfred on a podcast, and – it seems like if there's some little uh, hickeys, some little issues, they might make some adjustments. I, what I'm worried about is in key moments, you know, you got to speed it. you got to go fast. You know, ninth inning, tie game, get to the playoffs, got to go fast. And I, I asked him particularly, what, what if, is it possible we have a time violation to end the World Series? And, uh, he didn't. He said it's possible, and I, I, we we don't want to see that, right? We don't no, want to see the world. The guy coming out pointing to his watch and saying "time's up." So it, uh, it does. Everybody will adjust, and maybe they'll adjust the rules a little bit so that won't happen. I know from the players I talk to who are involved in you know those conversations with the league, it does seem like there's some room to kind of make some adjustments. And MLB is willing to listen. They don't want to move too far away from the the rules that they have, but they are being uh, flexible when it comes to taking feedback from the players who, of course, are playing the game.